I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe Esposito here. What we're gonna talk about today is a very concerning situation, the increase of Alzheimer's disease, because it's rampant. And I'm finding that as this generation, our generation gets older, we have more of these problems. And the big question has always come up is what's causing this? Why are older people losing their memory? Is it Alzheimer's? Is they just forgetting things? We're going to talk about some potential reasons why this is happening. Now, all of these reasons we're going to talk about today are valid. The cool part is all of them are things that you can avoid, things that you have control over. So this is kind of nice. So you have to start thinking, you know, as you start getting older, is it worth doing these certain things, these certain habits, running the risk of getting things like Alzheimer's? Because if you've ever been around somebody with Alzheimer's, it's horrible. They don't know who you are. They don't know who they are. Uh, they may think that you're their long-lost uh, uh, cousin or their dead husband. Really scary stuff that goes on in the brain. And the research now is very clear that any of these could be causing it. Maybe all of them are causing it. Any of them you have control over, which is really kind of cool. So first, let's talk about agricultural chemicals, things that are sprayed on our food. Then we're going to talk about hospital stays. We're going to talk about vitamin D. Uh, if we have time, we're going to talk about some other topics that may come up. I've got a lot to cover here today, so make sure you pay attention. And if you want to watch this again or listen to it again, go to my website, drjoe.com. We have all our shows archived there. And also, if you have a, a, a podcast service, it's called For the Health of It. And you could go to For the Health of It. That's the name of it, Dr. Joe Esposito. And you can listen to hundreds of hours of shows. And uh, I want you to binge listen because topics like this are so important to you. And I've been in practice now 34 years. I've never had a patient come in and say, Dr. Joe, I'm glad I waited this long to do something about my health. I'm so glad I suffered all these years. And because I've been in practice for so long, people, as they do get older, come to me all the time and say, Dr. Joe, you were right. I wish I'd listened to you. So listen to me. It's easy stuff. It's cheap. Uh, it's uh, things that you can do at home. You'll probably live longer, have a better life. It's really great. So it's projected Alzheimer's disease is going to affect one in four Americans. So it's rivaling heart disease and cancer now. It's pretty big up there. And there's a whole cottage industry that opened up, all these senior living homes. If you drive around, I know I live in the Atlanta area. Uh, if you drive around anywhere in Atlanta, there's senior homes popping up everywhere because you look at the price. Have you checked these places out? $3,000, $5,000 a month just to live there. And then if you need uh, assisted living, things like this, it's even more. Alzheimer's care is even more. And it's really sad. If you ever went to visit someone, I had a friend of mine, her mother, uh, had Alzheimer's, and I went to the uh, place to visit her before she passed, and it's so sad. And I just look at it, and I think this could have probably been avoided. So about 5.4 million Americans are going to have it. One of the potential reasons could be related to something called glyphosate. Now, glyphosate is weed killer. Now, if you have a weed killer in your garage, chances are it's probably glyphosate. And it's being used on something called genetically modified foods. Now, if you've listened to my shows before, I've talked about this before, but genetically modified foods is what's happening is science has taken certain foods, let's say corn or soy, altered the DNA of the corn and the soy so that one of two things happens. Number one is that the animals, when they eat this, are going to die. It has pesticides in it that can kill the animal. Number two is that we can spray glyphosate on the crops and it'll kill the weeds, but it won't kill the crops. 
So what happens is it either produces its own pesticide or, or herbicide. Herbicide kills weeds. Uh, pesticides kill animals. Or it's going to be uh, pest, uh, herbicide resistant. We can spray this glyphosate on it. And the problem is we spray the glyphosate on it, it kills the weeds, but not the plant. So now we have this altered product. Now there's a big debate in the food industry that should we li list something as having GMO in it, genetically modified organisms. And the food industry says absolutely not. We should not do this because it's exactly the same as a non-GMO corn, let's say. Well, if it's exactly the same, why can't you label it? Well, people will get turned off by it. They'll be afraid to buy it. But it's not exactly the same. Because if one of them you can spray weed killer on it, one of them you can't, it's not the same corn. It's not the same soy. It's not the same uh, rapini, which is made to, they, they use that to make uh, uh, oils with. So genetically modif genetic modification is growing like crazy. There's a big controversy. I have a feeling it's going to be stopped in the future because it's not the same. Studies are coming out over long term. It's affecting uh, uh, reproductive capabilities of animals, of humans, really serious stuff. But is it too late? Have we opened Pandora's box? And the answer is probably yes. Because if everything is, if 94% of corn and 90, 96, I, don't quote me on this. I think it's 94% of soy and 92% of corn is genetically modified. If we just stop making it, let's say, how do we turn it around? I think it's, we're too far gone. But we don't have to be using these weed killers either. And that's something that concerns me. Because what happens is glyphosate is what's called a mineral chelator. It binds to minerals. And specifically in this case, it'll bind to things like zinc and manganese. And so if you're eating the plant, it's impossible to wash the glyphosate off because it incorporates itself into the plant. And it's binding to zinc. And, and, and when zinc binds, uh, it, chelated, it changes the molecular structure of certain proteins. I know it get a little complicated here, but try to follow along here if you, if you need to. So glyphosate has become integrated into the plant cells. And zinc deficiency, in turn, is thought to contribute to things like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease. So even if the plant has zinc, or even if you're taking a zinc supplement, if you have this weed killer in your body, it's binding to the zinc, preventing it from working properly. Now, again, there's still no cure for Alzheimer's. Treatments are limited at best. And so we find several things that you can do naturally to work with this. And I'm going to give you that advice, too. So hang on. I'm not just going to give you bad news. I'm going to give you a lot of good news. The brain has something called plasticity. Now, plasticity means it can bend and shape and reshape itself. Now, when I went to school a couple hundred years ago, we were taught that if, brain, if nerve cells were damaged, brain cells, spinal cord cells, they were dead forever. Nothing you can do about it. But what we find now is there is something called plasticity. And the cells can actually reshape themselves or they can rewire themselves. And a good example, I've talked about this before, if somebody has a stroke. They have a stroke, they can't move one side of their body, they go through physical therapy, they go through chiropractic care, they go through nutritional protocols, and they start to get movement back in their body. Well, if that brain cell was dead forever, you wouldn't be able to have that movement come back again. That's called plasticity. So the good news is when we damage the brain, even in Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, there is hope for the brain to heal. And every now and then I'll have a patient come in and say, Dr. Joe, I was told there's nothing that can be done for me. Sometimes that's the case, but many times it's not. So we do chiropractic work with them. We do rehabilitative work, rehabilitative work with them. We get them on good diet. We try to get the chemical that are key, the chelators out of the body. And when that happens, many times the body starts to heal. It may not be like it was when you were 16 years old, but the chances are really good to get results. But once again, I digress and I get yelled at that all the time. Gluten is going to be a big player in this. And one of the reasons is that years ago, we didn't spray weed killer on gluten, on, on wheat. 
And when we, I was a kid, glute was, wheat was really high, really tall, and it grew wheat berries. And what we realized that if we hybridize the wheat, we can grow shorter wheat, wheat stalks to create more wheat berries and less stalk, using the energy and the nutrients to do that. And with that, we've created a lot more something called gluten, which is a lectin, which is a protein that can irritate the bowels. I'm going to cover that in a second. So irritating the bowels can cause an inflammatory reaction, cause a leaky gut syndrome condition, and that can be a problem. Follow along. But now what we're doing a lot of times, especially in the United States, is we're spraying glyphosate, weed killer, on the wheat right before it's harvested. And the reason is if we kill it before it's harvested, it's easier to harvest. Once again, you can't totally wash off this glyphosate. It incorporates itself into the plant, and that can become a problem. So step number one, I want everybody to consider cutting out their wheat or cutting back their wheat. If you're going to do wheat, at least do organic. You shouldn't do it. I'm not giving you permission to do it. But if you do do it, organic only. So this way we don't have those pesticides in there. And that's another way we're getting glyphosate into our body. And the lectins found in gluten can irritate the bowels, causing leaky gut syndrome, causing an inflammatory reaction, which can affect the brain. As a chiropractor, our, my team of doctors, our job is to make sure your nervous system is working the best it can, your digestive system is working the best it can, and that your diet is the best it can be. That's the approach we take in our offices. And we get referrals from all over the world because these shows go all over the world. And doctors, hospitals, of attorneys, of people, patients will come to us and say, I love your approach of trying to get to the cause of the problem and not just treating the symptoms. Sometimes we have to treat the symptoms. I am not against drugs. I'm not against surgery. But if there's ways around it, that's what I want you to consider. Are there ways to get around these things and get the body well? So let's go back to zinc deficiency because I have a tendency to wander if you've listened to my shows before you know that. Research. University of Wisconsin-Madison. Zinc deficiency may play a role in development of Alzheimer's. Disease has been linked to accumulation of clumps of defective protein in your brain. And zinc, it turns out, is critical in the accumulation of these proteins. Because if the zinc is not there, the proteins can change their molecular structure. And, when it, and shape, when it comes to protein, is everything. Because the shapes fit into each other. If you ever look at the, the structure of viruses, germs, bacteria, uh, cells, everything is like a puzzle and everything has to fit together. So if the protein is healthy, it's going to function normally. If the protein has changed its molecular structure, it's not going to do its job properly. And zinc can affect the shape of the proteins. And glyphosate binds to zinc, so you can't have it in your body prop used properly, and there's the connection. So it's pretty serious about this stuff. You gotta be really careful with this weed killer. And in fact, if you have it in your living room, oh, sorry, in your living room, I hope you don't have it in your living room, in your garage, it clearly says, you know, don't spray, wash your hands, don't let the dogs on, don't spray uh, uh, and have the wind blow it on you. Uh, wash your hands when you're done, don't let kids play near it, don't let animals play near it. And yet we use it on our food all the time. It really worries me. And I want you to consider this as something big. And that's why you're seeing this big trend that says non-GMO. No GMO. GMO stands for genetically modified organisms, which is what we use to spray the, we spray the weed killer on this plant so that it kills the weed and not the plant. So if you see something non-GMO, that's a good thing. So we like that. I'm glad that that's finally come about. So with proteins, we said shape is everything. Correct shape allows the proteins to bring atoms or molecules in and out of the cell. And if the structure is changed, uh, we can't work properly. And now invading bacteria, which have a shape on them, may, may not be blocked from getting into the cell, and that can cause more disease and infection. It's pretty serious stuff. Proteins lose their shape at high temperature or with chemicals. So that's why if you cook an egg, I remember one of my science teachers years ago, he said his thesis question, he had one question, he had his PhD, was can you unfry an egg? 
He says, that was my question. And I had to present to these board of scientists, can you unfry an egg? And the answer is, at this point, no. Because once you cha- heat things, it changes the molecular structure. And once they're changed, they're not able to change back again. So even though it sounds like a silly question, from a scientific standpoint, it's really profound. Because once these molecules change from heat or from chemicals, it's an issue. Or from zinc. Okay, University of Wisconsin discovered under stress that decreases protein stability and causes clumping, a shortage of zinc, an essential metal nutrient, plays a key role in creating and holding the proteins in their proper shape. So that's a big issue. And zinc also is important for disease. Okay, you may have heard of zinc lozenges. You can take a zinc lozenger if you have a cold because zinc can bind to the rhinovirus, changing the molecular structure so that it doesn't infect you. So zinc is important in the body. And if we're binding it up, it becomes a big issue. Even if the mineral is present in the plant, once it's chelated with glyphosate, the minerals are not physiologically available. And that becomes a big problem. So uh, nutritional deficiency in genetically modified foods, this is according to Dr. Huber, profoundly, is comp- profoundly compromised. Micronutrients such as iron, manganese, and zinc can be reduced by as much as 80 to 90% in genetically engineered plants or genetically modified plants. I really want you to consider staying away from foods that are genetically modified. And it's tough because they're everywhere. You go to a restaurant, you like Mexican food, like I do, corn chips, probably made with genetically modified corn. Popcorn, genetically modified corn. So if you're going to do corn or soy, I'm going to recommend you do organic only. I'm willing to negotiate with you on this. Uh, Somebody sent a message through my website the other day, and they said, Dr. Joe, what about popcorn? And I said, if you're going to do popcorn, make sure it's air popped, not microwave. That's a whole nother lecture. And uh, make sure it's organic. And the guy said, okay, that's fine. Easy enough to do. So you can still work around this if you need to. I'm, I'm willing to work with you. Besides chelating nutrients, glyphosate is also patented as an antibiotic. And if you listen to my shows in the past, antibiotics are indiscriminate. They kill good and bad bacteria. And in your colon, you have a ton, over 100 different types of bacteria in your colon. If you start killing off the good bacteria, the bad bacteria has the ability to take over. And also there's something in your colon called yeast. And yeast is not affected by antibiotics. So the yeast can start to overgrow, burrow a hole in your colon, get into your blood system. And now you have what's called a systemic yeast infection which also weakens the immune system, which then can affect the inflammatory reaction in the brain, which can be contributing to things like loss of cognitive function. So we want to stay away from things that are antibiotic unless you need them. If you need them, absolutely take them. But now we're looking at glyphosate as a weed killer, as a, as a bacteria killer, as an antibiotic. It's one of the things you got to be careful with. And a lot of commercial meats are fed uh, corn and soy, which has been genetically modified, and that gets into the body, and that can act as a uh, killer of the, uh, as an antibiotic, kill off the bacteria. So that's why if you're going to eat meat or dairy products or any animal products, I strongly advise organic only. Because again, my job, our job, my team of doctors, is to get you well. And we work very closely with other doctors. I'm not against any other form of healthcare, but we all want to work together to try to get you well. So if you have a health problem, if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, headaches, as a chiropractic team, we're really good at fixing most people with those conditions. But the key is this, you got to do what we say. If you come in for one or two visits and go, it didn't help, Well, how long you had the problem? 30 years. We're not that good. We're good, but we're not that good. So if you're serious about wanting to get well, if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, go to my website, drjoe.com, and you can make an appointment, D-R-J-O-E, drjoe.com. You can make an appointment right online. We have over 1,000 hours of podcast there if you want to listen to other topics. I hope you do. I'm going to talk about supplements in just a second. All our supplements are on the website, drjoe.com as well. If you've ever been in a car accident, I have to tell you this. If the car was damaged, you were damaged 100% of the time. 
And I don't care what the insurance company says. Oh, it was a small impact. The car was damaged. You were damaged. You need to come see us right away. The sooner, the better. And I don't, even if it was 50 years ago, the sooner, the better. So go to my website, drjoe.com. Ton of good information there. You can make an appointment. So we're talking today about Alzheimer's and some different ideas running around in the scientific community as to why it might be happening. And the good news is everything we talk about, you have control over. I try to give you things that you have control over in your, in your own life. Let's talk about hospital stays. As we get older, we're more likely to go to a hospital, right? Research shows that intensive care frequency results in symptoms of dementia, uh, in dementia patients uh, in about 75% of ICU patients. So 75% of patients that go to ICU can come out with some type of cognitive problems. And many times it's short term, which is fine. Uh, it could be due to sedatives. Sometimes we use sedatives, maybe just to help you sleep. Maybe you're in pain. Maybe you have a, a surgery. Of course, I'd want sedatives when I'm having surgery. So I'm okay, but you got to understand you, this may happen. The other thing that may happen is if somebody has anesthesia. Now, I know this. I've had many family members and patients go under surgery, and it was necessary. But the anesthesia has a direct effect on the brain. And if you talk to somebody after anesthesia, many times they're kind of a little dopey, as my mother said after she had surgery. I just feel dopey. And so that could be usually due to the anesthesia. Now, the good news is many times it comes back after about a year, but one in three exhibited symptoms of Alzheimer's patients after having ICU visits. If it's a lot of brain damage, it, the brain may not be healing properly and it may be more permanent. So start to consider these things. When you have anesthesia, is the surgery necessary? If it is, absolutely 100% do it. If it's not, you might want to consider alternatives before the surgery. Maybe stem cells, maybe chiropractic care, maybe physical therapy, uh, maybe nutrition. I can't tell you how many patients have come to us after the surgery and we talk about their spine and chiropractic care and digestive issues and nutrition. They go, Doc, this probably would have solved my problem. Eh, maybe, but now you've had the surgery. Let's work with you. We work with a lot of post-surgical cases. So we want to get you well and keep you well. And by the way, if you have a problem, if you have an x-ray or something you want us to review or MRI, we're more than happy to do that. We don't charge for that. We'd be happy to give you a second opinion on that. So one of the major factors uh, we talked about is the sedatives. We talked about anesthesia. And so you want to try to avoid it the best you can. General anesthesia can increase the risk of dementia in elderly by 35%. So sometimes it's short term, sometimes it's not. Related research suggests being exposed to general anesthesia can increase the risk of dementia in elderly by as much as 35%. What do you do about it? You want to get healthy going into the surgery and you want to get healthy coming out of the surgery. We have surgeons send us patients all the time and say, Dr. Joe, I want your team of doctors to look at our patient and see what we can do to get them as healthy as we can. They need the surgery. I look at their x-rays. I look at their reports. Yeah, I agree. You need the surgery. But it's not something you just go in haphazardly. Well, you know what? I'm going to go out and I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to eat a lot of bad food, get drunk, and then I'm going to have surgery. Not a good idea. I wouldn't want my surgeon doing that. I don't want you doing that. So many times, several weeks before the surgery, before a medical procedure, patients will come to us. We'll get them on a good diet. We'll get them on supplements like Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. That's the minimum amount of nutrients you should be on, by the way. So those are on my website, drjoe.com. They're two powders. I mix them together. Everyone sends me emails. Not everyone, but I get emails every week. Dr. Joe, can I mix them together? The answer is yes. Scoop of each, a little coconut milk or almond milk or water, shake it up and drink it at least once a day. Amazing. People swear by this stuff. And when they run out, we, we've run out a few times because the quality wasn't what I wanted, so I, I wasn't willing to accept the shipment. And you would think we beat their children. You ran out of super greens and essential source? No! But we have, usually have lots of it, so... But that's on the website, drjoe.com. I strongly advise if you're not willing to do anything else, do that. And that can give you a lot of the minerals that we just talked about that may be being chelated out of your body 
to start replacing some of those minerals. So another reason you want to do super greens and essential source. Physically, if a bone is out of place, whether it's a hip bone, knee bone, spine bone, if the bones are out of alignment, it creates a structural imbalance. Now, if you have neck surgery or back surgery, they have no way of doing it while you're weight-bearing. They have to anesthetize you and lay you down. So when they do the surgery and they stand you up, things may be out of alignment. That's okay. It's part of the surgical process. Come see us and let's realign everything. And oftentimes when you're under anesthesia too, people will flop around. And if they're getting moved from table to table, their body may flop around a little bit and that can cause some misalignments too. So a lot of times patients say, well, doc, I went in for back surgery. Back surgery was a total success. Now my neck hurts. Well, is it a structural issue? Is it flopping around when you're under anesthesia? I don't know. But either way, we want to fix that. So these are just some things you can do because if you have pinched nerves in the neck, it can cut off the blood supply up to the brain, which can affect brain function, Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. And so there's a, there's a nerve, a blood vessel in the back of the neck called the basovatibular artery. It runs in between the bones uh, in your neck and goes up into your brain. So if the bones are out of place, you can be putting pressure on the basovatibular artery, preventing proper blood flow. Another thing people do is they eat a lot of fructose. I'm going to cover that if we have time a little bit later. They eat a lot of fructose. And fructose, sugar, it's found everywhere, like high fructose corn syrup. Fructose, when it gets into the liver, converts into uric acid, which gets in your joints and it hurts. But uric acid prevents the body from producing nitric oxide. Nitric oxide opens up your blood vessels, increasing circulation to your what? Your brain. And so this is why there's a big push right now in the nutritional world on nitric oxide supplements, foods that are high in nitrates, like vegetables. If you take nitrates and heat them around protein, it creates something called nitrosamines, which are now carcinogen. How might that happen? How about a piece of meat that you grilled? When you grill things and create the grill marks, you're creating nitrosamines, which are known carcinogens, and that's not a good thing. So again, if you're going to eat meat, try to do organic and be careful about grilling the meat because the grilling the meat creates a lot of carcinogenic byproducts. I'm not a real fan of that. But taking a lot of nutrients in the body, like salads, will give you nitrates. Uh, arugula, for example, is loaded with nitrate. Beets are very high in nitrates. Arugula is more, than, more nitrates than beets. And the nitrates, if they're not heated, convert into nitric oxide, which opens up your blood vessels, helps circulation to the brain. Another reason why, as we get older, we need to really eat a good diet, because we want to make sure we get in the nutrients in our body for the body to work. And this is why we find people that do eat a plant-based diet as they get older, their brains seem to work very well. When we do uh, autopsies on patients uh, that have died, that's when we do the autopsy. We don't do one air live. And we look at their brain, they have something, they have these proteins, amyloid plaque, these proteins building up in their brain, which could be due to uh, zinc chelating into the chemicals and not being able to change the structure of the proteins to make it work. And this could be this buildup of this amyloid plaque into the brain, these proteins that aren't being used properly. So, Another good reason to eat right. Another good reason to make sure your spine is lined up properly. So I want to give you some tips to avoid Alzheimer's. And then, we're, and then in the next segment, we're going to talk a little bit more about other things that may be happening. All right. So you want to avoid gluten. We talked about that because a lot of times wheat is sprayed with uh, glyphosate. Glyphosate uh, chelates or binds to zinc. Zinc helps the proteins work properly. Gluten is also inflammatory. It can cause an inflammatory reaction in the bowels. And when the bowels inflame, you can get something called leaky gut syndrome, causing an inflammatory reaction throughout the body. Is it hard to give up wheat? Yes, it is. Is it worth it? Absolutely. And people say to me all the time, well, Dr. Joe, what's a good bread? Well, really, there is no good bread because we're going to talk about sugar in a little bit. And sugar is another thing that may be linked to Alzheimer's too. So I'm not a big fan of bread, although I am Italian and I love bread. It's awesome. So if you're going to do bread, I hate to say this because you're going to take this as permission, sprouted bread might be a little better. 
and organic, of course. Best thing is to cut out all the wheats, and you're going to be amazed how your digestive system improves, how much more energy you have. Uh, you may lose weight. A lot of people lose weight when they do that. But knowing that a lot of these diseases are preventable is the information I'm trying to get to you today. We got a lot more to cover in the second half. People experience very little decline in, the, in, in their bodies. When they die, we cut open their brains, not a lot of amyloid plaques. People that have the decline in their memory, we cut them open, amyloid plaques. So we know what's going on, we just gotta fix it. So <clears throat> avoid the sugar and the fructose, really, really important. Sugar is the breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, and pastas, the fructose is things in high fructose corn syrup, agave nectar actually being worse than fructose. High fructose corn, worse than high fructose corn syrup. High fructose corn syrup, 55% fructose. Agave nectar, 85% fructose. So please, I want you to really avoid that. Even though it's sold as a health food, it's not. So avoid that at all costs. Cut out the gluten. We talked about that. The inflammation affects the blood-brain barrier, which just allows things into the brain, and it can open up the blood-brain barrier, allowing toxins to get into the brain. Folks, I'm just about up against the break. If you want to come see us as a patient, we have chiropractic offices in the Atlanta area, Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. We would love the opportunity to be your doctors. So go to my website, drjoe.com. You can book an appointment right online or call us. We accept most insurances, car accidents, sports injuries. If you've ever been in a car accident, if the car was damaged, you were damaged. You need to see us right away. And if you want to get the supplements, Super Greens, Essential Source, going to talk about vitamin D, probiotics. That's all coming up in the next section. Go to my website, drjoe.com. You can order it or pick it up at our offices. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Again, the website, drjoe.com. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on the WSB Radio app.